Hi, hello. Thank you for joining us for Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 3. Apologies about this episode being a smidge late. I decided to take on making my niece's birthday cake, which ended up being a lot longer than I anticipated. I haven't made a full cake in years. For some reason, was really inspired. Thought I could do it. Turned out really well. Couldn't get the sides as smooth as I wanted, so just throw on sprinkles at that point. We're here now, though. We're ready to get in. The first thing I want to talk about. So what's better? Being vague on all of your paperwork or being super specific? Because it seems like this season we have both cases. As far as the couples that have worked in the past, I think being a little vague ends up being a good move because it also shows where you are mentally, right? You're more open to different people or you're more accepting of what this person may end up looking like. But then you get married to a 25-year-old. <laughs> I feel like if the things like that are such deal breakers, they have to be on your no-go list. That's what I think. I think you have to be a little bit specific. I feel like we saw extreme ends this season. We have Kirsten, who very detailed and didn't even get what she wanted. She has a bald band. And then we have someone that was super non-specific, super general like Mac. And he has a 25-year-old. But was being bald on Kirsten's list? For sure. The way she reacted, absolutely. I don't know. If it was definitely on there... They would they maybe they told her, hey, we think if we found you one, but uh it's kind of lacking up I there. Mean, it's true, you're not gonna get everything you want. So they probably thought, hey, they both went to college, they're a great match. But he's bald, so it's fine. Like we'll it'll just be one of the items you don't get. I just think in the past, folks that have had that have had a never-ending list, it's just it's impossible to find your perfect person. Yeah, in any case on the show in real life. Like maybe out here in the world, like 0.001% of people find their perfect person, but it's so rare. What do I always say? You have to grow in love. Yeah, honestly, the folks that have worked out, they really have grown in love on this show. I agree. I'm trying to think of someone who maybe was like hot and heavy right at the beginning. The first person that came to mind was Justin and Alexis, and we we don't want to go that route. That's not what we're looking for. Do you remember... Uh, Champagne Vinny. Oh yeah, they just had their baby. They just, so they just had their baby, but they are, for the most part, folks that have ended up married have been at a decent level attracted to the other one. Yeah. So they were just one example. I was like, well, they're really into each other, but they also grew in love. Like, I a agree. Lot. I agree because I it was a little touch and go at some points in the season, but look at them now, married, have a gorgeous baby, living their best life. Do you want to start with Eris and Jasmine? Yes. It's so good. It's so good. This couple is going to be, so, I think it's going to be so good. So here's the thing. The season's going slow as hell, but like we're season 16. We know how it goes. We're semi prepared for it, but the seasons, I like it. I still have fun this season. Give me, okay. From the preview, thanks to Clint for breaking the surprise. I'm pretty sure they go to Jamaica. This damn shirt. Yeah. This damn shirt. <laughs> Do you think the next episode is going to be still no honeymoon? Or are we going to see the whole, oh, we're on the way yes, to the honeymoon? That's the end? what it's going to be. And I hate it because we've seen everything now. Oh, wait. Sure. No, no, no. So we only saw. Nicole and Chris do the whole let's go to the honeymoon suite. Let me remove your dress. So we mm -hmm. still have to do that with everyone else. That's going to be an hour. And then we, I assume, we all bed. An last hour of slow-mo men taking dress, uh, unzipping I dresses. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. And then we, I hope they took it out. We asked for it last season to be taken out. The brunches. There's no reason. No one gets anything out of this. It's just a weird meeting to say... Did you guys poke? Basically. And then I'm going to judge you if you did or didn't. Yeah. And then we got to see them hanging out and getting their honeymoon baskets and they have to go through them. Oh, true. True. And mm -hmm. then they okay. pack and yep. then the episode will end. <laughs> and that's it. That's all next episode's going to be. <sighs> and I hate it for us. I'm very into the season, but I also I just hate the slowness. 
I love I love honeymoon. I love couples retreat. I love all that shit. I know. And just right now, it's like the shakier. And I'm like, eh, this is nice, but I'm ready for the mess. Yeah. So we start right where we left off last episode with Eris and his cousin talking outside of the venue. The cousin's going a little ham for me. A little hard. Some folks on Twitter are thinking, is this is this like a cousin or just like a air quote cousin? Because she's very into stopping this marriage. Wait, like overprotective. But why? Okay, this is my theory. I could be totally wrong. I don't give a shit. I couldn't tell if the cousin was married. I didn't look for a ring. I don't think so. I think they're both like the single cousins. Okay. I have a feeling this cousin's just a little bit younger than Eris. Not too crazy of a theory because he's 40, you know. But I have a feeling this is my clubbing buddy. This is my going to have fun, like, cousin. Like That's we, exactly we, we what I thought. We turn up together, and the cousin's like, I don't want to lose that. That's that's going away. <laughs> that's my buddy. That's my buddy. That's my single buddy. I think, <laughs> I think it's really impacting her, and this is basically the response. Well, also, you have to realize then at family gatherings, you're the last one standing. <sighs> And that's oh, I rough. Even, I didn't even think about that's the family rough gatherings. on the expectation placed on a woman. Mm. I mean, it's still rough for a man. Like, it is. But I think as a woman, you have a little bit more extra expectation placed on I'll you. I went for someone to correct us and be like, yeah, she's married. I'm like, oh, okay. I know. She <laughs> well, could be married, have well, some kids, my, my living theory, her best life. My theory's totally <laughs> wrong. Hey, you could have kids and still be turning up. That's true. Eris basically tells his cousin to calm down in nicer terms. And then the wedding begins. I didn't know what to make of the first look initially. There was, he looked down, she's coming down the aisle, but then he clapped. And I love that. That's what every woman wants. We want to feel so celebrated. He was looking down and praising Jesus. <laughs> and so, it was great. Thank you. He's like, my prayers have been answered. And he started clapping. I thought this editing was weird because they did their, the traditional vows. And then they went through with their own vows instead of the other way. Mm-hmm. But... Red flag immediately. Family's dragon heiress. He's yeah. not a good communicator. That's not what you want to hear. Not what exactly what you want to hear. He's super private. Not great at but, communicating. Okay. You can be private to the outside world, but communicate everything with your partner. Yeah. I mean. But he's, being <laughs> private and you don't communicate with your partners or I guess your family since that's their evidence <laughs> is not good. Also, what does that mean in terms of relationship? Is he telling you where he's going and who he's with? Eh, that's it's a little bit of a red flag. What do you mean you're private? You're married. Yeah, that's something Jasmine's going to have to nip in the bud early. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about the preview for next. Well, for the season. Yeah. Their vows were fine. I don't think anyone like this season really hit it out of the park. There's nothing worth like noting in I my opinion. I don't think so. Heck, the only thing that's even come to memory is Gina's friends, like weird. Oh, toast. we'll get to that. No, okay, it's, yeah, okay. it's bad. That one, that one took it for everyone, for sure. They talk after the ceremony, and Jasmine is very impressed by her husband. A nine point five, I think she said. Wow, hi. I think the community was surprised by a nine point five. I know, but hey, more, you want to hey, be attracted to your husband. More, more Good power for her. To you. We are rooting for you. I'm glad. I am happy you gave Harris a 9.5. I don't know if the community agrees, but it's cool. I said it time and time again. Eris is my favorite person on this season, but not made for this show. <laughs> like, I like him as a person. <laughs> is he ready to be married? No. No, but I think I think he's going to give us, us viewers, a lot of really good content. Yeah, I agree. That's probably not a good thing if you're on maths. <laughs> But exactly. You want to go under the radar in maths. Definitely under the radar. You want to coast. Everything's fine. We got no issues. I don't need whole boom, episodes boom, boom. of me. We're staying married. Cool. Thank you. Goodbye. Mm. That's, yes. <laughs> that's the path you should walk, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be for, fun with Eris. It's going to be fun with Eris. And I, yeah, it's probably not going to happen for most of these couples. Jasmine asks Eris if he has only child syndrome. He laughs and pretty much admits he does. He's foiled. So... Okay. We'll see how that kind of goes for her and their marriage. I'm not I'm not an only child, neither are you, but man, you think after some time you'd say, Yeah, I got only child syndrome. Like I need to work on this. Yeah. Like I need to better myself. Or you're like, I'm an only child, I deserve it. 
Oh my gosh, we know someone. <laughs> we know someone that's got it. Oh, <laughs> yes, that is only child syndrome in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I feel but like, not all, not okay. all only children. Hashtag not all sure, only children. Sure, but when it's prevalent, they know. They probably know, but do they feel they need to fix it? I don't know. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting because I've never. I've always had a bunch of siblings, so it's like you share a room, you share stuff. And with Mm -hmm. Eris, like he's self-admittedly, he's like, I've never lived with someone. Nothing. Like a woman. I've never, I've never had even like a very strong relationship like that. I'm very concerned this means, so think of it from like an adolescent standpoint. So like you don't share well, again, I'm not saying all single or all, you know, solo children. I'm just saying that's the stereotype is that you don't share well. It's kind of all about you. You're spoiled. Maybe a little emotional. Maybe. But what does that translate to if you never worked on that in a marriage? Only your needs. You're not sharing your time well. You're not making arrangements for your spouse. You're not taking them into consideration because it's always been you, you, you. Maybe. Maybe. Jasmine drops the bomb that she has four dogs. That's a lot. It's a lot of energy. They're not small dogs either. It gets even worse later on. But for now, he's shocked. He said he doesn't mind dogs. And I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. So I'm more of a cat person, but I don't mind dogs. But I think it's more of I don't mind being around a dog. I think dogs are cool. Yeah. I don't know if that's a level of, oh, I wouldn't mind owning four dogs. That's where I'm at. Exactly. Like, I don't mind them. I'll hang out with them. I love my friend's dogs, but I don't want a dog. So I'm trying to gauge it. What stage Eris is at for doggos? She later on reveals there's nine puppies at home. If you're following us on Twitter, I read this shit like a book. I was like, you're going to tell me this dog breeder just has four dogs. I was like, I'm not buying it. 13 dogs total. 13. So she must have her own house because there's no way an apartment or duplex would allow you to have this many dogs. Her family could have a farmland and she That's true, that's true. So know. she just kind of like uses or like has mm-hmm. a kennel area. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be the ideal situation because then you wouldn't be 14 or excuse me 13 dogs wouldn't be in your apartment. It's going to be interesting how they do their life in their future apartment together as far as Jasmine taking care of the doggos doing her breeding work and then obviously she's a coach they already mentioned they're on different schedules like opposite schedules totally i mean you know uh eris is working like eight to four i'm assuming most of her coaching because you know little kiddos are in school it probably starts at like three yeah three to eight three to nine three to ten so i don't know it also is maths like Picking an apartment complex that lets you have an absurd amount of pets because there's usually limits. Oh, there's yeah. usually fees. Even even then, like let's not even count the nine puppies, like just four doggos yes. in general. For example, your cousins, I think they said there's like a limit of two pets. I think they yeah. have like four, but they're like under the radar. Yeah. So I don't know. So did they pick an apartment complex for the season that would have let them do this? I... Also, with the nine puppies, like, you do have to have someone taking care of them a lot. But even then, I mean, obviously, and, oh, no, the no, no, nine no. puppies are kiddos to also, her four dogs. Was, so like, also, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like, the puppies have to be with the parents, the mother. Right. So, the dogs have to be together. Yeah. Do you remember Bobby from back in the day? Yes. That man would do anything for he love. above and beyond. Above I and beyond. I don't see Eris pulling a Bobby. So if you don't remember, I don't remember what season it was, but on a previous early season, back when there was, what, four couples, I think, mm-hmm. three or four only, there was a gentleman named Bobby. I want to say his wife's name was Nicole, but I don't, I don't think it's Nicole. don't think that's right. So she fostered dogs. And so she always had a lot of dogs coming in and out. And this is when they used to stay at their actual houses. They didn't do this apartment Oh, we were hella judging her, too. While we were doing the live watch of that season. We were a little judgy. We were judging her hard. So she would accept all these dogs, but then she would go off to work all day, and then she'd be tired, and so she wouldn't get up at night with them. And so Bobby would pick up all of their accidents throughout the day, and then at night he would take them out, and he would take them for walks, and what a sweetheart. Okay. 
What a good guy. We were going in at the time because this is not Bobby's thing. Like if you no. guys were together, you're still doing this. But he was willing to do it for her. And right. that's so sweet. See, making sacrificing, loving her passions. So I'm comparing Bobby to Eris. You're not feeling Bobby energy. I'm not feeling Bobby energy, but I honestly can't blame him because I would not be a Bobby either. No, that's a lot of puppies. I can't. And also, I'd be so attached to the puppies. We, I guess we have 13 dogs now. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, spoiler on Bobby and his wife. Apologies. They have like two kids now. And probably a gang of dogs. I thought there were only three. Oh, actually, you might be right. I think recently there was a third. So, yeah, we knew Bobby was down. Whoever that wife was, he was going to be married. Jasmine and Eris pray over dinner, and we find out that this is not typically what either of them would eat. We heard this through multiple couples. They wouldn't normally eat this food, and it doesn't look good to them. (laughs) Specifically, probably really doesn't look good to Eris, who we find out is possibly vegetarian, pescatarian, doesn't eat pork, red meat, or chicken. That's going to be odd because it sounds like Jasmine is down for the meats. Yes. So I wonder if she will be allowed to even cook it like for herself in the apartment. I don't know. I hope he's a little lenient with that. Again, it's married at first sight. You're not going to get a perfect match to you. I mean, that's the idea, but I don't know. Having a meat eater, I think you need to be, it's a two way respect thing, you know? Maybe she's more open to some vegetarian meals. Maybe he will be okay with her cooking or preparing her food. Something. There's just a lot of angles that are coming up of... We start to question why these folks are matched. Oh, I just still don't know why they were matched. I feel like, okay, so he said he wanted his queen and she happens to be a beauty queen. Like, that was it. That's all I'm falling back they're on. They're like, it's perfect. They're yeah. Right, they're right on paper and they're like, oh my God, it's a match made in heaven. I don't have any other reason. Like core values, I don't know. The bridesmaids are then grilling Eris about his communication, and he says that he's gotten better. They talk about how Jasmine is not confrontational, and Eris reveals that he hasn't been in a lot of serious relationships, aka none. Remind me, I don't think the bridesmaids picked up, well, they didn't seem to pick that up as a red flag. Maybe. I don't know. I think they were just trying to ask all their questions. Then we have the infamous cousin and Eris's mom talking to Jasmine. She talks about how she's stubborn, but she's working on it and various other things. And the cousin is unimpressed, super negative, not here for it. She talks about how that Jasmine is part of the pageant world and she's prepared for all the questions. So what does this cousin want? Is it better to be prepared and have good answers or just be going, I don't know, and stumbling over your words? It seemed like Jasmine was in a lose-lose situation yeah, with the cousin. Like it the didn't cousin matter. has one objective. It didn't matter what Jasmine did. The cousin was coming out with a negative review. In comparison to Beyonce, Eris says his wife is an eight. And I'm glad his friend called him out. That is your wife. She's a 10. Okay, but... Was it fair if you're comparing to Beyonce? No, that shouldn't have been the comparison at all. But also, you always say 10. Spoiler. Just, fellas, let me help you out. It's always a 10. if you mention Beyonce... Why are we mentioning anyone? You're setting this man up for failure. Yeah. But he corrected himself. You know, he might be 40, but he's got some learning to do for sure. He's getting there. They talk about the expectations for the first night together. He does... The usual kind of tiptoe around. His friend asks, you get anything you want. What what would you do? And in a throwback to last season, he says, get on your knees. That wow. was, that was wow. a throwback for real. Okay, Nate, I see you. You couldn't just say you're trying to cuddle? Like, just lie. <laughs> I don't care. Just don't say that. Don't be honest. Don't. Sure. Like, this is not just a conversation with the boys. This is the boys and... Many, many other people watching the show. Just lie. Maps is leaning a little more more open to sexual conversations over the Way time. more than the past. Like over the time of the show, it seems like whether it be a little bit more intimate scenes included in the show or just cast members just being yeah. more open to talking about it. Everyone's comfortable real fast. 
So what are your thoughts on, because everyone in someone's family, because I don't know if it's production, they tell them, well, you're going to poke tonight? What Such a planted question. What are your thoughts on a relationship once, if that does happen that first night and how that impacts the following relationship, right? Moving on on the show. Well, my first reaction is if you're both feeling it, go for it. Who cares? I mean, if you want to, doesn't matter. But at the same time, I'm thinking... You don't know the person. It's not just a hookup. You do have to build. I mean, the expectation at least is to build a life with this person. Is that going to affect it? And I think it might. You just mentioned it's not just a hookup, but I wonder if you've been doing this for some time in your past and you do that this night, it might make you feel hookup energy. Yeah. Like the following days. Like, exactly. Oh, I'm used to this person kind of just like leaving and we're still kind of together. Now we're like in Jamaica. Oh yeah. shit. Like I not not that that's bad, but I I wonder I wonder if it changes the expectations of the relationship from that moment on and if maybe people aren't meeting that or that energy isn't there, I wonder if that could kind of set you up for failure. But also is there a chance it could go the other way? So it bonds you. You feel closer to this person faster than if you did wait. Yeah, but there's it's a, a gamble. Lot of, it's a gamble because <laughs> one, like you said, you don't know the person. They are a stranger. And what if the sex is bad? Yeah. Like like, and then I don't know if I want to be with this my whole exactly. life. But because I mean, you haven't like really developed love for the person. You don't know the person, which is more when you develop a lot of feelings. And maybe that person just wants to have vanilla sex. <laughs> And are you more forgiving at that point? Are you more forgiving or are you more open to say that was okay, but we're going to change some things up. I mean, Nicole did have the perfect answer for this. She said I would just teach him. And so there you go. I am curious. Do you think they're going to be lying if they did or didn't? Oh, everyone lies about that. Didn't it again, Alexis and Justin, didn't they end up lying? I mean, I think everyone would. You're right. Which I can't fault them for. Yeah, I don't really know if I want to talk to the mom and dad the next morning no. and say, yeah, I poked your kid. Of course, Ooh, I'm going to say no. Cringe. No, no. We just, we just talked, <laughs> hung out. You know, I slept on the floor. We're, we're tired. <laughs> we just we just want to bed. Dominique and McKinley. Finally, their wedding day. We see them getting ready. They talk about how she's usually the giver in the relationship. She's so mature. And most guys aren't. Her friends think that she's genuinely ready for this, which is wild. I mean, they they seem like average early mid 20 year olds. They're down to party, but they're gassing her up. I appreciate it. They're going hard with this storyline of her being an old soul. Here's a thought. Let's say everyone around you is 25. Everyone. Yeah. Your whole friends, everyone you talk to, everyone. Does that alter your perspective on what mature is? Because you're sort of, you're sort of comparing. You're the mom of the group. Well, yeah, you're comparing your actions to the other 25 year olds around you. And let's say uh, your friends were down a party on a Sunday night and you said, well, I went out Friday and Saturday. Like, I think I'm just going to chill Sunday. They're like, you're an old soul. Like, do you get labeled the old soul of the group because you didn't want to go out that Sunday night? Maybe. Yeah. But in retrospect, like to everyone else, you're like, you're not an old soul. Like you were just trying to chill on Sunday. Like you went out Friday and Saturday. Like, maybe. Not, yeah. In comparison <laughs> to other 20 year olds, maybe you're just not going as hard, but that doesn't make you an old soul. What I'm getting is that I don't fully buy that. Don- and we've mentioned it on the pod before. Like I don't really buy how mature they're trying to sell Dominique to. Us. No. Also, I need to point out at reality fun Two on Twitter. They tweeted is Dominique really an old soul or did it seem so because her mom filled out the application? Brilliant. Oh, so this is something they've just been, they just hung on to. Yeah. You know why it's an old soul? Because her 50 something year old mother filled this out. It's like, what are your hobbies? She's like, Oh, fishing. I like to knit a little bit here. I, Oh, do you go out? No, no, don't. I stay at home, take care of some plants. You know, watch. My, oh, yeah. You got to water watch, the plants. Watch my news. You know, do you do these? No, no. Don't do those dangerous activities. <laughs> they're like, wow, this person's an old soul. So, I mean, yeah, I never made that connection. And I think they're going with it. 
They're like, honey, they picked you because you were an old soul. So sell that. That's your tagline. That's your lane. Mac is super nervous. More nervous than I thought he would be. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's because he had to reflect at this point of he was so general. So he has no idea what to expect. When we met him earlier, it seemed like he would take the cool, calm and collected approach. And it's not. No. I did not see this coming. So as the bride, bridesmaids, mother of the bride, everyone's getting ready together. They talk about what kind of man they hope is waiting for her at the end of the aisle. Mom wants him to be country, hunting, fishing, be a manly man, get his hands dirty, stereotypical male role. But what if that's not what Dominique wants? It's about what mom wants, truly. It is not about what Dominique wants. We are here for mom. Mom is going to pick her son-in-law. Everyone is mentioning, like, is Dominique getting married or her mom? She was very all over the place. It was, like, her day. I don't feel like Mac is country. Like, at all. He never talked about hunting, fishing, nothing. I guess he's into race cars? He's into fast cars and he's into the cannabis industry. So that doesn't say much to me also mac in his getting ready portion talks about how he wants to have a family he's an uncle to seven he's ready to have his own children dom has never mentioned wanting to have children anytime soon not that's not even brought up i did not notice that so why why are these two matched we talked about why jasmine and eris are matched why are these two matched i mean maybe she didn't mention it but on the application it could say like i want kids in Three years, so just didn't mention it on the show because it's not soon. What if the application is also super general and it's a yes or no question? Like, do you want to have kids? Oh, but it doesn't tell you a timeline. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, sure, someday in 10 years. And he's like, no, not good. Dom's mom is a little bit problematic. We get the first hint of this as she is saying, we don't want her to be a diva. We don't want her to be bitchy. Okay, mom, thanks for putting that energy out there right before the wedding. You're sounding a little like those things. So the first reveal, they do seem happy with each other. Dom's always smiling, though, so it's hard to like look at that. I think we were worried that they might not be into each other. Yeah. I think we were worried at first glance, Mm -hmm. but it seemed like things were going pretty well. Seemed fine. They were both super nervous. So that's a part of it. You could also, she says, I'm always smiling. I'm like, "Mm, are you, or are you right now? Very nervous. So your, your mouth is locked in a smile. I noticed that Dom was looking everywhere. She was just like, not really focusing on him, but again, nerves, big part of it. This is when maths mafia mentioned it. Did she take something? Because she's kind of all over the place right now. I feel like she was just a little tipsy. She was enjoying the champagne with her girls, as you do at 25. Sure. sure. (laughs) That's it. So, But I have to say, I was disappointed that Mac did not shake his now mother-in-law's hand. He did not hug her. No introduction. I felt like she was standing there waiting for something when she walked her daughter down the aisle. You don't realize you're marrying me. (laughs) <laughs> like you're supposed to say into hi. this family so, i really hope he took her aside after and said oh i realized i didn't say hi I to know. you because that's really, not a great i was really impression. nervous you know my bad hope that happened we didn't see that on the show i would have written him off but it mother. would be really <laughs> odd that you don't acknowledge the person essentially giving the bride to you yes like, I thought that was weird. But again, like say hi or do a little wave, awkward wave. We always catch just a little bit of the after show because it's on right after. And he said that he was trying to catch the stepdad's eye, but he wouldn't make eye contact with him. And this is as they're waiting for the bride to come. Yeah. Down. So there's probably and it's probably fairly lengthy, awkward amount of time. Yeah. Like and he 20 said, 20 no, minutes, thank you. 30 minutes. We are not here to be friends. The dad's like, I'm here, but I'm not trying to be a part of the yeah, show. Like, mm. Exactly. They have their vows, their family's introductions. One part that was a bit of a red flag for an old soul to say is when, when Mac is getting introduced, the, he talks about how he's looking forward to just being home, sitting at home, having snacks. And she said, oh, no. <laughs> like out loud. Like he basically mentioned Netflix and chill. Yeah. And, and she, the old soul was like, what? She was like, no, thank you. 
So concerned, a little concerned. Maybe our definition of old soul is outdated. and It probably is. Let's be honest. It is. You know, as we, should, we are getting we should, older. We should be expecting more from an old soul. Although I think I'm an old soul and I do a lot of Netflix and chilling. That is a main activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think the first kiss was great. Yes, there was a first kiss. So it is good. But man, this this man had to travel a mile to lean in. <laughs> it's amazing how much distance can be between two people during a kiss. Dom said, I'll allow you to kiss me. And Max said, I will lean in on my tippy toes to kiss you. Like if he leaned in any more, he was falling over. Yes. All those weight were on the toes. Yes. Like, <laughs> like the kiss basically kept him up. Yeah. The weight was transferred. Dom didn't know his name in the first interview after getting married, which honestly, I wouldn't either. You know, Let's be honest. You should have just said, call me Mac. Yes. So easy to remember. Yes. I, I mean, I can't blame her. I wouldn't know. I'd be so nervous. Mac talks about how he lives with his friend's parents, but his friend doesn't live there. She lives in Washington. So I, I don't know. That's a very close relationship if you are staying with your friend's parents and your friend doesn't even stay there. Is this like a bet? I guess... It is a best friend. The best friend being the other gender is always a little bit of a red flag on maths, especially if you're staying at their parents' house. But she doesn't live there. So I feel like that's a big part of it. Sure. I would not stay with any of my friends, even a best friend's parents. Like, why doesn't he get an apartment? You can do month-to-month leases. Uh, I think, honestly, he probably... Well, he moved here for this show. Yes, for sure. His business is back at home like it's actually illegal in that state yeah from what he said so i don't know is he's just that business is running so he's getting some money but he doesn't actually like do anything here yet because he just moved here oh maybe he has an apartment back at home he's still paying for he's like i don't really want to be paying for like i'll pay I'll, get, I'll give your parents some money for like food and board but and it stuff. does start the relationship out weird yeah what are they gonna do for home visits it's just Go to Max's be, room. Oh, this is the room that I'm <laughs> staying at at my friends. Sure. I guess you're right. Like you could have gotten, I don't know. I mean, Nashville, another you know metropolis that's kind of starting to get bumping. Rent's probably pretty high too, just like everywhere else. He I don't know. Maybe though. just didn't want to pay. But does it start it out on a weird foot? I mean, I'm sure when the cameras are off, he's like, I mean, yeah, I just moved here for the show. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I that's live, true. I live in Michigan or whatever. Oh, but then that's a whole nother thing, which I'll just lightly touch on is like, how do you put that expectation on a new wife of she thought she was getting someone from her right. town? And then is her follow up question like, well, is your expectation to move to move to Michigan? Yeah, I'm because not, I went on this show because yeah, you were local. She could say, I'm not fucking moving. Yeah. And she would have every right to. And then again, that makes her relationship awkward. Like, ah, oh, shit. Like really plan. Like, exactly. Maybe they'd be more open to moving to Michigan. Maybe that's a questionnaire. <laughs> I'm going to say it about everything. I'm like, maybe that's on the questionnaire. I have no idea. Willing to move? Yes, no, maybe. Exactly. Mom's speech was super weird. Being potty trained early does not mean that you are determined, that you are an old soul, that you are all of these qualities that she was trying to place on this one story that really was irrelevant. You know why this story is even more annoying? The mom made it about her. The mom was like, I potty trained her at one. I told the preschool teacher that she's potty trained. I signed her up for this show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's, oh, these are not good flags. I don't want to knock folks too much because a lot of folks just might not be used to speaking in front of a crowd and there's cameras there. I'd, I'd be fucking nervous. Like I'd be, I'd be, I already follow my words on this podcast. Like I'd be fuck, And no one's, no one's around us. Like, I would be fucking my shit up trying to read. My hands would be all shaky. Okay. Let me brag for, like, one second. I have only done one wedding speech, and I made everyone cry. So, boom. Good. Uh, I've done zero. Well, besides my own, but, yeah, That doesn't count. You have to yeah, do, like, no. four or another yeah, couple. Yeah, no. So, Max's mom and sister comes to talk with Dom. Mom is just on this. This wasn't my expectation. This isn't what I wanted. I wanted a normal courtship. Like, just real. Well, this is what it is. So get over it. I didn't like the energy. Like, too bad. This is your this is your daughter-in-law. So let's figure it out. 
It was more weird because the energy she was bringing didn't match the fact that they were already married. They're already married. This is your son's decision. This is your daughter-in-law. Why are you talking about how you wished it would have been? Well, that's not what happened. So suck it up. Get rid of your expectations. Be nice to your daughter-in-law. Have good energy to start this relationship out. But she did not. I am so proud of Dom here. She did not shy away. I thought she did a great job. I wouldn't have the guts to do this. She just said, basically, being biracial, I've had a lot of adversity growing up in the South. Simply, I want to be accepted. How do you feel? Just great initial conversation. Mom says, yeah, that's fine. Marriage is hard. Okay, thanks. I, we can always chop it up to editing because this wasn't a scene where both of them were in, in true maths fa- fashion. It's one person per scene. But if it did go down this way, which it very well could have, it's a shitty response. They did ask Mac about this on the after show party. He defended his mom. He did because he just mentioned like, oh, I had friends of all kinds of like, you know, races, colors, whatever. I didn't love the way he said it Like growing up. No, but but he, he tried to sell it as like. It surprised my mom because it's just such not an issue that she's like, what? Like, okay, like, that's fine. I guess. But he's okay. Someone else brought this up. I wish I remembered the podcast. I'm sorry. But they talked about how like, yeah, you say, oh, I've dated women of other ethnicities. Okay, but how many have you brought home to mom? So sure, you can say that you've been on a couple dates with a woman, but. What does that mean as far as a long-term relationship or who you brought around your family? The way McKinley backed up his mom, I don't think it's an issue. I don't think it'll be an issue. I mean, there's so much more to worry about right now as far as like their relationship and if they're going to work. Granted, parents being butts makes it way worse and way harder to have a relationship with someone, but we'll see. I'm trying to give a little grace because, you know, that weird editing, but... Think, Not a great response if that's that was truly the response. I think the comparison that Dom's mom made towards McKinley oh, was, that way was bad more, too. It was way more harsh than Max's mom's response. I don't know if it was more harsh because that was too Mc, mm, Dom, that was too Dom's face. Dom was being very how do you say like vulnerable, very open, and the mom didn't take that opportunity to build a relationship with her. Oh sure. So that's much worse than saying to the camera, "He seems nice." He didn't say that. She didn't say that to Mac. So I think it's worse. Sorry, I'm ranting. <laughs> I don't know. On a show where everything's filmed and they're most likely gonna watch all this back, I don't know. Eh. Don't know if you're selling me on it all the but way. But you've had a chance to build a relationship at that point when the show comes out. Sure. Dom's mom and stepdad are talking to Mac. They bring up race and it's kind of general. He tries to say again, like I've dated other ethnicities. It's very general, but the shitty part is when they interview the mom and the stepdad at the end, she says, well, he seems nice, but Jeffrey Dahmer seemed nice. I feel like Mama Bear just recently watched the Dahmer show and like it's in her mind (laughs) and I don't know where the fuck this comparison came from. I don't know either. But I'm not walking around comparing every white tea to Jeffrey Dahmer. It's just not going to happen. I I mean, the stepdad had those glasses. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying if if we're comparing looks to serial killers, Mm. mm, you look next to you. So I I don't like it. I don't like the generalization personally, but you do you. Again, the energy you're putting out there on this new relationship is not appropriate. I mean, all moms are too much. I I can understand some comparisons, but fuck, like one of the most notorious serial killers in the U.S. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to compare people to that. Not so much. So both moms out of hand. They're wild. They need to calm down. This is not about either of you. Be nice to your new son and daughter-in-law. Start off with some positive energy. This person's in your life. Get over your expectations. They are walking out of their wedding to plastic guitars, which I thought was the strangest thing you could have. You could say the corniest. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was the corniest we've ever seen. And I was like, oh, but they're in Nashville and country music. And you're like, no, no, whatever. (laughs) Okay. So do something else with instruments. Like there was the light up tambourines. That was 
a hundred times better. You don't plastic want blow guitars. Up, blow up plastic guitars as my outro. No, do nothing. Clap. <laughs> that would be better. We found out on the after party that Max's mom offered him fifty thousand dollars to not go through with the wedding. God, I was hoping this was a joke so bad. Not a joke. So he comes for money. Maybe. 50K is a lot to just be able to be like, I could give this to you right now. Again, weird energy for mom. I don't love that you're not open to what your son wants. It, it is weird that your way of stopping your child from doing something is to offer them money. Yes. That is, that's a bit different. That's probably her main bargaining chip. Then we have good old Clint and Gina. They're eating at the reception. Spoiler, still talking about sailing. But they do kiss when everyone clinks their glass. So positive vibes there. We later are seeing Gina talk about work and her passion and kind of the process she's in right now. And Clint didn't give a shit. I didn't like his reaction towards this. I feel like you're getting to know someone. It doesn't really matter. Like anything and everything is important in these moments. Yes. Like you need, you are gathering evidence, gathering memories. Like you are learning so much about this person. Like if they want to talk about their business, like, you should like learn all about it. Like ask them all kinds of questions, like be engaged. You can't just, yep, yep, mm, yep, workaholic, mm, yep. Yeah. Mm. Like, n- no, that's not okay. Also, your ass is only talking about fucking sailing. You got her sailing gloves. It, you got her sailing gloves. You're going to sit your ass down right here yes. and listen to my fucking work stories. <laughs> if all I'm going to be doing is listening about listening to you rant about sailing for the rest of our lives. Yes. Also... Now, I know it's not great to rant about work, especially in this situation, but it's not just work. Like, she's opening her own brick and mortar. She's putting everything into this. She's mid-construction right now. It's a big deal. It's not just saying, I work, I rent a chair, I, you know, this is what I do day to day. day. Another thing that kind of disappointed me about Clint was, if it was getting to you, you should be mature enough at this stage in life to sort of know how to lead a conversation or maybe, you know, know how to end it and say, that's very fascinating. I'm curious, like, what do you do um, on your weekends or like, Hey, you have a day off, boom, you know, work's done. Everything's closed up. What are you doing? Like, what are your top three things? Like learn about like their must do's on their day off. Like, let's do that. But also just be a participant. Why are you just darting around? Yeah, sure. Cool. Mm. No. Again, you're putting that bad energy right out there. She's He's telling like, you wow, about herself. The women I dated before, they were so interested in my sailing. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. It just did not catch Gina. She's like, okay, whatever. And also it doesn't <laughs> register to him at all that he sounds just like that about sailing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this is where we see her bridesmaid speech. And she's doing too much. Tears for some, I mean, this is the first hours of this relationship. This is not built over time. It was a lot. I feel like if you, I've never done this, but if I were to research, how do I write like a wedding speech? It does some shit like this of like, well, if you have to drink, drink together. Like just like weird things like that. It's from a movie. <laughs> oh, is it? It's from Hitch. Oh shit. It's been so long since I watched Hitch. So, oh my Lord. Did not even make that connection at all. It's weird to verbatim take a speech from a movie, from anything. Oh. Especially because, like, this is not... You don't know these people. (laughs) You don't know this man. Oh, someone should have pinged me and told me it was on Hitch. (laughs) I feel like it would have been much better if she just talked about, like, her great relationship with Gina and how she knows that's going to translate well to her marriage and she's going to be a great partner for you. And mm-hmm. I don't know something mm-hmm. that's more relatable in the situation versus crying over a movie scene. Like I know she's an incredibly hard worker. If she's she works put- half as hard yeah. as she does in her business, it's going to be an amazing marriage. Look, yada, already yada, yada, a better yada. speech generic, than what happened. Generic, you know, speech creation is happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still way better than what happened. <laughs> yeah. So we have the friends grilling Clint. He talks about how he's done everything he's want to do. He just doesn't have that one missing piece. I thought it was weird. Okay. At one point he says, homie, don't play that, which uh, stop, stop. stop. (laughs) But 
It was during talking about like sex and expectations and her friends saying that they should wait until the honeymoon. And I didn't even realize like, where did this quote come in? Well, what it was inappropriate one, but it didn't even make sense for the situation. I don't know. I like dislike Clint already. And so I'm like, ugh, another thing. <laughs> I think Clint, I think he's going to be so up and down for everyone viewing. Like he might have really good moments that are very sweet with him. Be like, wow, this guy's a piece of shit. I have not had one good thing to say about Clint so far. I think when they did their first look, we were happy for them and they seemed really uh, I was impressed when he teared up a little bit mm-hmm. when he was talking. Or he looked a little choked. He's getting yes. choked up. Yes. Okay. That'll be my one redeeming thing for him. So things with Kirsten and Shaquille took quite the turn this week. There was so much more bonding and happiness and laughter than than I could have predicted at all. When they both synced up on the food. Yeah. It was a pretty powerful moment of, I don't know, you could just see them be like, Hey, are you still hungry? Like, yeah. You trying to go grab something? Like, it'd be very sweet. Like, I think it's definitely opening up Kirsten to the possibility of being with Shaq. She said everything is aligning right now. And so far, so good. But there's still no kiss. Even when they clink the glasses and her bridesmaids are trying to make something happen, she turns to him and says, don't look at them. I don't like the energy that Kirsten essentially developed The fact that you weren't open to maybe the most important kiss, which is at the altar, but then you're expecting Shaq to kiss you just when you're like hanging out, having dinner. I'm like, well, you just rejected him on like the most important kiss. And you're still rejecting him. How is he supposed to gauge that? Like, well, if she didn't want that kiss, she definitely doesn't want like these kisses right now. I don't know how to explain it. So she wants him to ask. But she won't tell him of the expectation, even though they just met. So she wants him to read her mind. And I could see her being insulted if he just assumed he can kiss her. So I don't know what she wants. She doesn't want to say the expectation. She also doesn't want him to assume. So he better figure it out based on knowing her for two hours. This is probably a case of you need to communicate a little bit better with your partner and lay out the expectations. Also, I'd like to bring up the fact that this, I mean, I I don't know her past or anything, but based on what she said she needed at the bachelorette party, it's not like she is inexperienced. She has been with men. She has presumably kissed men. The bachelorette party. A man had his face in her crotch, but she oh. can't kiss her husband on their wedding day. She didn't know that man. She know that man less time than she knows Shaq at this point. True. That's true. You're, bring, you're bringing up some pretty good points. So what is this barrier? Because that dancer had hair? Is that what I'm supposed to believe? Hey, she just might not be into him. Yeah, and that's fine. But also don't do this whole like, oh, he didn't ask. She was talking about D size. She was all about the strippers. She allowed them to touch her. Like, I, I don't get what this this is. Yeah, I didn't really like her response of, well, if he had asked me. It was a higher not, chance. Yeah, not that he would have gotten a kiss. It would have been a higher chance. I'm like, what is, is that like 0% to like 15%? Like, that doesn't mean you're going to kiss the guy. No, and she didn't act like it would. So I don't, I don't like it. Kristen's friends are interrogating Shaq. He said he's a God-fearing man and God showed him the way and he prayed for this. While her friends do appreciate that, they're still not 100% sold. They said they kept it cute today, but tomorrow they're going to grill him like a rack of barbecue ribs. I love that. I like that friend. (laughs) I know. It's a good friend. Great quote. I think they just don't like how his answers are a little too official, a little too generic, a little too political. Maybe they wanted something a little bit more real, but I thought Shaq did an okay job of I answering the questions. Fine. Again, like what's better, what's worse, not knowing what to say and stumbling over your words or like having a direct answer. I think I'd prefer that. Yeah. And his response, I mean, he said, I, I got everything going for me. I'm this close to finishing out my education. Like I'm in my apartment. Fuck. I'm really like still alone. Like, yeah, damn, that's all the answer I fucking need. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking alone, bro. You're tired of being alone. This shit is not cool. Yeah. He's like, I want to, I want to have someone. I'm like, 
if I was a friend and someone told me that about my friend, like they're getting married, I'm like, wow, that's, that's all I need to know. That's cool. Then we move on to the garter toss. Why did this man who has not received a kiss from his wife think it was okay to give her a lap dance and to get under her dress with his mouth? So we just said with the energy you put out, how is he supposed to know to like give you a kiss? But now, now we're sort of countering. Cause like, now I don't know how to think about Shaq because okay, he got weird energy. He's not going to kiss her, but he goes straight into lap dance. And then she's putting out mixed signals being like, yeah, that was fun. But also you can't no peck, nothing. Okay. But no offense. Don't need to see these dudes, oh. lap, you know, giving a oh lap dance. God. I hate it so much. We were just <laughs> screaming. We were just yelling. No, I, I can't stand it. I, it's, it's, okay. It's only because I don't know if that many people need to watch me give a lap dance. Grandma does not need to see you do a lap dance. She didn't want to see that. Is it because the drinks are flowing? So like people are just real comfortable. They think no one else is in the room. You know, it's just his, me and my wife. Energy was still up. They paused for the garter toss and he says, well, I'm still dancing. You're just the only one on the floor. (laughs) So he retrieves the garter, gets right under that dress, tosses it. Her brother catches it and puts it on his head. Wouldn't it be funny if like the women that are uncomfortable, they just they just place their garter way low. So like, oh, I know you you are. You are. Actually, you know what? I'll just hand it to you. It's it's right there. That's what I would do on maps. You're not getting there. Oh, my God. That would be incredible television. Like, no, I'll hand it to you. I know, I know you already found it, actually, because I placed it <laughs> way below my knee. <laughs> I did think it was wise advice for his friends to warn him to not get friend zoned. Of course, be respectful. Of course, follow the lead. But don't let it get too comfortable again in the friend zone. Because she's kind of doing it. She's kind of already doing it. She was real friendly with the stripper. I keep going back to that. But she was a lot more open to the experience there than the experience from her husband. There's a reason this was left in the show. What? The friend zone comment? Yes. Yes. Maybe now, some foreshadowing. Might, might not be known yet, but this looks like strong foreshadowing. I could see it. So we might be seeing a season, season, entire season of Shaq being in the friend zone. Yeah. Just nothing happening. So get ready for that, a.k.a. they're not going to make it. Didn't seem like they made it when Kristen was on the after party. Oh, yeah. No, More evidence no. is piling The on. vibes were not there. Mm-hmm. Also, it, it's Jasmine and Michael all over again. There's just going to be no... There's going to be nothing. There's She's going to Jasmina him. Because even Mike and Jasmina kissed. They kissed, but then that and was when it you ever. See, when you, there's a preview where they are... Uh, Kirsten and Shaq are are kissing and immediately I was like nope that that's the fucking exercise shit they make them do oh yeah exactly it, the intimacy exercises yeah no this, this wasn't like a natural like no. I just want to kiss you no exactly and last but not least Chris and Nicole I like them a lot I'm fully confident in their ability to overcome any argument or any differences because they both really want this They seem like they're willing to give it time. They're open to the other person. They're not rigid. Yeah, All good things. I need them to survive the math's gauntlet. How did you feel about Nicole kind of calling out Chris's friends when he's when they all cheers to Chris? Uh, And she said he has a wife now. She's she's an only child as well, isn't she? I don't know. Maybe I think so. You can't do this generalization. <laughs> I'm, ah, I'm, try, ah, I'm trying not to. Okay. Okay. I'll reel it back. I, you know, honestly, I'm getting energy that Nicole would be a really good mom as far as she'd be fucking ride or die for her people, her well, yeah. tribe. And now she's trying to make it known. Like we are a tribe now. Yes. We are a you, couple. You will toast to both of us. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Like she's got that energy of like, this is my person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, so she's going to call it out if there's, if she's not yeah. included in that. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I think it's, she's just trying to make it known. Like this is mine now. <laughs> <laughs> they also kissed during glass clinks. Mm-hmm. Great sign. Mm-hmm. He dropped the cake feeding her. 
not great, but I mean, honestly, I'm just like, that's Chris. Out that's his all, personality. Out of all things in the world, I don't think dropping the cake is a weird superstition. No, it's so definitely not. I think you're cool. Nicole is talking to her friends and she says the one red flag is that he's going to be too nice to her. She's worried that he's going to just give and give and give and that she won't be able to essentially appreciate unevenness of that. Like she wants to be caring and appreciate him. But if he's doing all of that all the time for her being too nice, she won't be able to reciprocate to the level that he would need. I don't know. I think Nicole mentioned that if I am getting out of line, like let me know. But I feel like that's a little bit of a red flag because if somebody lets you know you're acting a fool, like you're not, I don't think you're going to respond, right? No. In the moment when you're already pissed or something. Yeah. But maybe because she is so conscious of his giving, his caring that she'd be like, okay, I, I, this is probably true. Mm -hmm. I think as long as she keeps that in the back of her mind of how giving and kind he is. That will help her not only reel herself in, but also make sure that she is giving him that attention as long as she like remembers that. So the fact that she's already concerned about it, I think that's a great sign for herself that she's not going to like walk all over him. She'll remember that he's being very giving and that she also needs to reciprocate. The talk with Nicole's dad went decent. I mean, he wasn't happy, but it wasn't bad. I think Nicole's dad, given the circumstances, he kept it pretty real kind of just showed like what he was scared of and like you a scam artist who, you know who are you like i don't know who you are exactly you could be this you could be that like that's my worries in all of this and i thought chris had a good reaction you know he's talking about like oh you know i won't call you dad i gotta i gotta earn that exactly like, all right that's cool so this is the first couple that we got to see go to the honeymoon suite drink more champagne get comfortable she had her hand on his thigh they had a little makeout sesh it was a strong hand on the thigh it was like <laughs> so uh, good signs the there's an attraction they're both on the same level she was he told her that she was beautiful like mid conversation love it do you think they're poking I don't think so because they were both concerned about the energy that would put Mm. off too soon. Mm -hmm. So I think that Mm -hmm. they both said that. Probably not. Is there going to be heavy petting? (laughs) Probably. But I don't think they're going to go all the way. strong cuddles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. He goes into the bathroom with her, helps her take off her dress. I hate that they make us do this. The slowest of slow-mo. I don't like it. And it's not I don't like that they're doing it. I don't care. I don't know, because I'm always like, what? you don't need to see my butt crack. Like what, like, what What? am I getting? This person's just changing into their PJs and yeah. they're going to bed. Like, what are we doing here? I would feel uncomfortable. Like, I keep thinking of it from my perspective. I think that's why I think it's so uncomfortable is because I would not want someone. I'd be like, just undo the top. Just un- unzip it a tiny bit and you, then get out of here. You called Chris out so fast. For what? I don't even remember. What was he wearing? Oh my god, was he wearing slim trunks to bed? I swear. I swear he was. He knew they were going somewhere tropical, but he's like, this is all I packed. I'm literally sleeping in my undies. Sleep or, in your underwear. Seriously. Or I have swim trunks. You're just gonna be swishing around the bed all night? No. No, what are you just gonna wear these every night? There's like there's like a hierarchy, right? Of like appropriate shorts in bed. Obviously, all dress shorts, no. Then you have like basketball shorts. Yes. Like Running undies, shorts, like running shorts, undies, like swim trunks are not. They're not even. They're on the not list. on the spectrum no. of okay to wear to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, no, not on the no. first night. Yeah, I don't really want to. Oh, we just got married. Oh, by the way, I wear swim trunks to sleep. <laughs> to sleep regularly. In case we flood at any <laughs> moment in time, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> We're right. I'll save you, girl. <laughs> and she's like, "Bro, we're on like the 15th floor. Hey, you never know." <laughs> You never know. <laughs> they talk about sleeping arrangements. Chris's dog is always on the left, no matter what. But Chris is a sweetheart because he says, oh, but we can change that. Like, we'll figure it out. You know, already willing to compromise. This man said my one dog, like two dogs don't sleep in bed with I know. He said he has a also, king. Those also, dogs are sleeping he in He said there. he has a king. At first, I was like, why the hell does a man by himself have a king? Then I'm like, wait a minute. The two dogs. Yeah, that's why he's got a king. Exactly. He's like... 
I need them to be like over there and I'm over here. Like, nope. And then we're going to add another dog to it. Oh my God. Kind of cute though. Can you imagine if there was like a night cam and the dog just keeps like (laughs) skirting by him, just keeps getting closer and closer. You just got to get warm. That was cute. So we don't hate dogs on this show. We just, no, I just, we don't think we can handle them. Don't think like we're already humans with a lot of hair. Like dogs have a lot of hair. hair. And then what if I'm sleeping and I'm rolling in the bed and it's like dog hair all over me? I think that would be really weird. Two long-haired curly people produce a lot of yeah, a lot of hair, and then add a dog to it. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, we I already got, have to vacuum I got a lot. Like, I got leg hair, I got <laughs> arm hair, I got face hair. My head's got a bunch of hair. So, a couple of things from the preview of the season that we finally saw: Clint's being a weirdo and just like yelling at Gina. You have no leg to stand on. Don't you walk away right now? I'm like, oh, I would walk away just because you're acting like this. You can't have a conversation. You can't listen to what I'm saying. Out of no. everyone, Clint is looking the worst in the previews. Yeah, and it's as expected for me. He's going to be a Mitch, isn't he? But a worse Oh, Mitch. no, way worse. Mitch worse was Mitch. like naturally just a dick, but it was like he didn't. I mean, he knew he was being a dick, but I guess he wasn't mean on purpose, I guess. He was intention just, really matters, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like Mitch was honest, but his intentions weren't bad. Where mm-hmm. I think Clint is going to be honest, but his intentions are going to be a little bad. He wants to be a dick. Yeah. And he is a dick. Yeah. We see Eris dancing with another woman and Jasmine quickly shutting that down, which props. You know, if you're married... Probably only dance with like your grandma, your sister, mom, yeah, sister. Nah, not a friend, not a family friend. There's just a very short list of people you should be yeah. dancing with. And a random woman at a bar or at a line dancing class, whatever they were at, is not on that list. Yeah, some girl asks you, "Hey, baby, you want to dance?" Like, uh, no. Do that- you see this ring on my finger? Uh, back the fuck up. The thing with Eris is he's never had to do that before to say, like, I'm in a relationship or anything. So I think his brain slipped up that he's married now. And he's like, yeah, hell yeah, let's dance. But not even that. Even just, let's just say, like, having a girlfriend and, like, things you shouldn't do. Yeah. Not great. And I'm so curious who it was. Because the theory is, like, maybe it was Nicole. Like, it was a group activity. So maybe Nicole. And I don't think I would have been mad if it was, like, Nicole. Yeah, like, if I, I think... Yeah, it is different because you're all a part of this really weird mm-hmm. thing together. You, you People do say like, they, like, oh, these people are still my friends. Like, yeah. We're really close. We went through this experience together. I say that, but I would probably be annoyed. Yeah, I don't know, it'd Nicole. It still be weird yeah. because you're even still trying to form that bond with your person. Your husband is there too. So that's kind of disrespectful to him as well. Mm-hmm. We see Nicole and Chris also get into a little bit. We don't know if he is talking to Nicole, trying to put her in her place, or if he's just telling a story or something. So it's hard to tell with their scenes kind of what is going on at all. I wonder if it'll be something like they're so perfect. They have to, you have to fight about something. Well, I mean, also, I think you naturally would, but I agree. It ends up being so minute compared to the whole thing. Yeah. I'm just rooting for him. So I know. I think even if they had a fight, they'd be totally fine. And then we see Dom crying and leaving the apartment with a box in her hand. That's going to be a tire fire. I'm telling you, it's like week two. For sure. So we'll see. I'm just so curious of like what could cause such a such a rift. Oh, I almost missed it. Yeah. Shaq and Kirsten. They're not going to be able to join everyone normally. Yes. Yes. Honestly. Okay. I didn't. I would be fine with this. Honestly, I'd be like, can I come watch the research? That's dope. But it seems like she's quite annoyed that she's going to have her honeymoon cut off and that she has to go with this dude that she doesn't even like, has to go to his school presentations and then go to the honeymoon. So she has to be alone with this guy for like multiple days. I mean, if they're only at the honeymoon, let's say like five days. What if that's like two two, two to three days? Yeah, that sucks. Why don't they just let her go to the honeymoon? I mean, I know it's not the best for the relationship, but that's like, I mean, Morgan went. Everyone that's had COVID and had to wait, like the ladies just went. I guess it'd be cool. And then you like get to meet up with your wife and then they already kind of know the lay of the land and kind of show you around. I guess that's okay. I think that would have been better. But if we're trying to make the relationship work, it is better for you to do stuff together. I wonder if they're going to have cameras around or if it's just going to be them and how awkward that's going to be. I think she would rather have the cameras around. We'll see. 
So you were talking about how, oh, who would want, who would want to go travel there for this dude's like work stuff yeah. instead of going to the Bahamas or Jamaica? And I said, how dare you? How many times did I go to Biloxi, Mississippi to see you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Granted, but much the choice, longer relationship. But the choice also wasn't that or Jamaica. It could have been. I could have used that money for somewhere else, but I always went to Biloxi. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Shout out Biloxi and Mississippi. Hell yeah. Always had fun there. Always loved it. We Everyone need, was so nice. We need to randomly go back. I know. We won't something. know anyone now. Everyone's left, but it'd be still fun. Go to those. Uh, oh my God. We should go to Ship Island. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh my God. We had fun. That's some cool people in Mississippi, man. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. Great time, Mississippi. Cool ass people. All right. So that's it for us this week. No, you you missed the bombshell. What? Clint. Oh, I've usually dated uh, people oh. that were slender and, you know, athletic or whatever the fuck he was saying. And then was it Mac that's like, you're crazy. She's very attractive. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's just a douche. Like, I don't have really much respect for him at all. I just think, like, what you're already comparing your wife to previous people you've hooked up with. Clearly, the 65 prior did not, you know, produce a wife. So how about you just give this a chance? Yeah, it obviously didn't work out. So that's nice. Good for you. But we're trying to find you a wife. He does not need to be on this show. To already like compare her to other women and yeah, to talk about I her body. Don't talk about cool. her body at all. Mm-hmm. He acts like he's perfect and he's just like yeah, well, he's this got a small great penis. standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. So dang. All right. So that's it for me this week. How about you? That's it. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you guys. Cannot wait for the honeymoons. Fingers crossed everyone that we get there soon. I hope that they took out the brunches, but we'll see. I haven't seen a preview for a brunch, so... Just make them really short. All right. Thank you all for joining us this week. I hope you have a nice, chill week. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye. Thank you.